Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to On The Clock here on Forward Progress today. It's the Seattle Seahawks on the clock. And again, a very special guest for today by popular demand. He was on with me Wednesday earlier this week, breaking down the New York Jets. He's a professional NFL better based in Germany. One of the best NFL betters in the entire world. And we're going to have him break down the Seattle Seahawks with us today. Fabian Sommer, live from Germany. How are things going? Rob, how are things going? Uh, the intro was even uh, better than last time. Thank you very much. Two days now for you to reflect on our previous Jets video. Anything that you've lost any sleep over, you would have changed over the course of the last couple of days? I think in hindsight, I would have tried to trade down in the second round a little bit more aggressively. I know that there was only the offer or the best offer from the Bengals going down from 42 to 60. But I think in hindsight, I probably would have tried to get a future uh, 20, 24 pick or something for that to, to drop down and maybe add, add more picks in the later rounds. Well, overall, we earned an A- minus grade. We keep it consistent here on On The Clock on Forward Progress. There's a bunch of videos that you can check out. If you're new here, we've done a bunch already. And we'll be doing a bunch more. So make sure you're subscribed to Forward Progress here. All the content that we put together, get notified in real time. And of course, there's a playlist on this channel as well with all the past mock drafts we have done. Shifting to the Seattle Seahawks. Before we get into the actual draft for this year, I just want your perspective on the Seahawks because to me, they're very much a team that has a, a wide range of outcomes next year, right? Nobody expected them to do anything last season. Geno Smith has a killer year. A lot of the draft picks that they made the year prior turned out to be big hits. They finished nine and eight. That kind of came out of nowhere. I've seen people picking them to fall off big time. I've seen people picking them to possibly even win the division because there's big time uncertainty with the 49ers at quarterback and with the Rams in terms of their overall depth. What are your thoughts on the Seahawks going into the 2023 season? I think... They are. Or they have the big benefit of playing in the NFC. I think in the AFC, no one would pick them to be a, a playoff contender mm-hmm. or, or to make the wildcard round. But I think in the NFC right now, they have the chance to win their own division. And I think in that conference, they are a strong wildcard contender, again, in my opinion. They have a great young core of some great young players, great draft um, last season. They got Gino Smith under contract, who basically gives them a a nice floor. They still have some weapons. Defense should be a little bit better this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Rams, we we have no clue how they're going to be. They basically have Stafford, uh, Cooper Cup, and a bunch of no-names. Aaron Donald, sorry. But other than that, a a bunch of no-names. Quarterback uncertainty for for the Niners. And I think no one is taking the Cardinals serious as as of right now. I also think the Seahawks have quietly had a good free agency so far. 
they, they re-signed Geno Smith, three years, $105 million. I know he's a 32-year-old quarterback, but he's like that bridge quarterback I think that the franchise needs right now. They lost yeah. Rashad Penny to the Eagles. I mean, it's a shame that he, he broke his fibula last year, but running back, I don't want to say dime a dozen, but not a, not a huge loss. They lose Cody Barton to Washington. Cody Barton has really struggled in coverage in recent years. I don't think that's a big loss, but they've addressed some positions of weakness. They bring Bobby Wagner back. They signed Julian Love at safety from the Giants. Yeah. Devin Bush comes over from the Steelers. Devin Bush hasn't had a great career. He's still only 25, and he was a 10th overall pick in a previous draft. Draymond Jones from the, the Broncos comes over, 26-year-old. Evan Brown from the Lions. They've been pretty active in free agency here. And bringing up their depth chart going into the draft this year, let's take a look at their offense overall, Suma. Tell me what you see top to bottom. For me, I can tell you immediately what stands out is the wide receiver position. After DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, there's just a monumental drop-off. Absolutely agree. And I think Tyler Lockett is 30 years old already. So he's probably on the wrong side um, of his um, career arc. Um, Tyler position is solid, but I also would not hate them to add some some young blood there um, throughout the draft. Uh, but yeah, wide receiver... They have to address that position. I mean, one injury to, to either Lockett or Metcalf, and that group is um, cooked, in my opinion. They lost their starting center, Austin Blythe. They signed Evan Brown, who played guard for the Lions, but the Seahawks said that they expect him to play center. I don't know exactly whether that already solves their hole at center. I still would expect them to draft one. Uh, also, they could use more interior line depth. But uh, yeah, those two um, are, are probably be or are, are going to be my my main focus in the draft: wide receiver and interior offensive line. Now the Seahawks do have the fifth overall pick, and the likelihood of having a quarterback available to them there is also going to be high. So we'll have to approach that when it comes, because Geno Smith had an above-average year last year, but like I said, thirty-two years old, Drew Locke's not going to be the answer for them in the long run. So they're probably going to have to address that in, yep. in some shape or form. Defensively, tell me what you hear, see here, Suma. Defensively, um, Jamal Adams will be back. Um, I'm not a big Jamal Adams fan, but I think if used properly and uh, playing near the line of scrimmage, he can do some damage. He, he's a great blitzer. I think he, he will add some run support. I'm, I'm a big fan of Kanwe Dix. Uh, I'm a fan of Julian Love, so I think in terms of safety, the Seahawks should be pretty good. Um, Terry Rule had, had a great year last year as a rookie. Um, I think they still need some cornerback depth. Mm -hmm. Linebacker, they, they should be good because John Brooks will be back at some point. I think he had a Achilles injury. He did, it yes. ACL? It, it yes. was a leg. It was leg. You might be right. It might have been ACL. Okay. So he will probably be back at some point, October, November, December. Uh, so I'd rather see Bobby, Bobby Wagner as a one-year stopgap. And uh, let, let's see how much um, Devin Bush can improve as a 25-year-old with um, four years under his belt. And defensive line. Um, Draymond Jones, yes, solid. Jen Reed, solid. Um, Jordan Wolves had a great year last year for the Seahawks, but they need to add more pieces to the defensive line. They need a second edge defender opposite of Nvoso. They need uh, more beef on the on the interior line. So basically looking at defensive tackle, edge rusher, 
uh, cornerback depth. Yeah, you're reading my mind on a lot of this stuff here. Uh, definitely with the Seahawks last year, they lacked a pass rush. So to get quality edge rushers, I think would be huge. I like the signing of Draymond Jones from the Broncos, but the Seahawks got killed at the line of scrimmage against yep. the power running games last year. Games against San Francisco, for example, right? And they have a lot of that within the, the division. Look at their schedule this year. They have some power running opponents against them. Wouldn't mind seeing them add like a big run-stopping defensive tackle either. So I, I think just defensive line, frankly, is if there's players available, that's the biggest area to address on the defensive side of the ball because uh, overall, I think that's what hurt them the most last year. So I think we're seeing eye to eye in terms of, um, how we're going to approach this draft. So we'll get right into it. Uh, Seahawks are fifth overall. That's who we're drafting. We're doing seven rounds. We're going to start this draft very slowly, and we're going to keep the same settings we always do at pff.com, which is their default settings. Keep it consistent over the course of these next few weeks. We'll enter the draft. Any consideration to trading up to get the quarterback of our choice, or is that just completely off the table? We can uh, pause at pick three and see who's left because Colts are going to take a quarterback. And I would not hate if the Seahawks really try to get their quarterback of the future. There's, they are in such a unique position because they got a quarterback who can play for the next two years and they're picking in the top five while already being a playoff contender. So there's no pressure to, uh, to uh, play a rookie in week one. They got their quarterback and they can take a guy like Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or Hendon Hooker later in the mm -hmm. draft and really let that guy develop uh, behind Geno Smith. Just pointing out here that PFF has identified the Seahawks' needs as guard, center, defensive line. We both agree with those. I would add wide receiver and quarterback into that mix as well. So that's what we're looking at, I think, as positions of need um, overall. So we're going to get started here and we're going to pause after the Texans make their pick at number two. So CJ Stroud, number one, Anthony Richardson, number oh. two. So we could get Bryce Young here. <laughs> so we, we could trade up for Bryce Young. Now to see what would that cost us? Uh, it would cost probably... us. I mean, not too much, right? Like we could try to get away with it for, a fourth or fifth round pick. That that seems super um, super low. I would have guessed you you would need to send at least a, a second round pick. I mean, the Colts got three second round picks for from the Jets for, um, to trade up from six to three a few years back. So... If, if we do send the second round pick, it will get accepted. So I mean, I think there's a couple of things in play here. For one, Arizona does not have a ton of um, leverage, I would say, with this pick because they're not going to take a quarterback. And Indy knows that. I mean, I, I just don't think that they have the leverage to dangle this as like, okay, it's worth a ton type of situation. Would we be comfortable like lowballing them and just seeing if we can brute force a trade here, basically? I think I... If, if Bryce Young is there, I would probably send a pick a number of 52 easily. Okay, so let's let's start with 123. It probably gets rejected, and we'll work our way up. 
reject. So we'll go to 83. Rejected. So now it's 52. They're going to take this offer in also almost certainty. So are you fine with me proposing this? Uh, yes. Maybe we can get like pick 180 back from them. Yeah. Good call. Or like even a little bit higher. Once yeah. 105. Try for 105. I yeah, believe we have five trade attempts before it will not allow us to try anymore. So we'll try 105. Okay, we're on the nice. clock. So we're going Bryce Young, right? Like it's a no-brainer. Yes. This is why we made the trade. I'm, I'm very interested to see who they have just out of curiosity. We're going to make the pick. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson is the comp. Interesting. He's, I mean, he's smaller. But I can see it. Anyways, I'm, I'm a fan of doing this. It's nice that we traded up one time. Now I'm going to pause. And our next pick is at number 20. So do you want me to sim it slowly through there? Or would you want to just get to 20? We can get to 20. I would love to trade down a few spots there. Agreed. So we're going to fly to 20 here and see what happens. I saw Will Levis go to the Colts at four, I believe, just really quickly. Yeah, Will Levis at four. Yep. And your Jets that we did the video for on Wednesday, Paris Johnson Jr. Paris Johnson. All right. So we're on the clock. Um, let's see what the trade offers are. Yeah. So the yeah. 29th is the lowest, is the Saints, and they're interested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of players available, Cansey fills a need big time, I would say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, as does Brian Breesey. Nolan Smith, edge rusher, 22. Uh, Nolan Smith is also very interesting. He sure is. And, and I will say this, like we're basically making a call here. Here's what I will say. I've, having done a bunch of these already, there's very likely going to be edge rushers available at 29, 30, yes. 31. Yeah. It is very unlikely there's going to be a good interior defender available there. Mm -hmm. But there will be edge rushers. It's a matter of whether or not we like Nolan Smith a lot more than the options that are going to be available there. Will McDonald, um, Felix Anudike Uzoma is always there. Sometimes BJ, BJ Ojolari, uh, brother of Aziz. Um, so we're going to have options there. I'll, I'll leave this to you, but I, Nolan Smith, let's take a look at. Had a very good last two seasons. Come has Solid. to be a Hassan Reddick, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's Baron Browning. Baron Browning. I think very okay. highly of. Like he tore his pec in, again, this year against Florida. Maybe, I mean, that's a small concern, but he's pretty fast defender. Let's see what the Saints would give us for, for a trade down. Okay. I, I always just start with the next pick. Doesn't work. So for sure, they'd give us 71 and, yeah. and 115. We could try to get 29 and 40 and give them a pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But probably has to be 105 at least. Yep. I could try it with 105. Yeah. Let's give it a go. Rejected. Okay. okay. We tried. Do we want to give up 83? 
at first glance, that doesn't look like a great trade for us. No, unless we recoup another pick somewhere else or maybe next year, like a fourth rounder not or yeah. third rounder 2025, something like that. Yeah, let's let's try to get 40. Yep. And give them maybe a, a late round pick in 2024. So we I already have 40 locked, 29 and 40. Yeah. For 20 and 83. Yeah. Yeah. So would... um let let's try to avoid giving up 83 and maybe offer something from 2024. Mm, it would almost have to certainly have to be our round three next year. Yeah. So we go down uh, down nine spots and yep. at 40 for, for round three next year. Yep. Doesn't seem like a bad trade because we are we are basically getting a early mid second round pick. Yep. And I'm giving up a round three pick where we think it's going to be in the low twenties anyway. Yep. I'll, I'm good to offer this. Yeah. There we go. Okay. That's okay. done. We have more draft capital for this year. So we'll be drafting 29, 37 and 40. Okay. Holy geez. Um, we don't need a tackle, but Anton Harrison is available there. Yeah. Will McDonald. I, Will McDonald is very intriguing. We need an edge player, and he's probably the best on the border at that point. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot of options here. Josh Downs is an option. I do think he's going to slip into the second round in most drafts. Um, we don't really need a corner. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, the options are... McDonald or probably a, a wide receiver. Yeah, or trade out of this spot again. What's our offer? <laughs> Texans at 33. Oh, that's interesting. Three, four, probably 104, maybe? maybe. That one will go through for sure. Okay. This one will barely go through. So maybe we can yeah. take the 73 from Cleveland and add a late pick or something? Yeah. Boom. Oh, nice. Okay. So we're picking 33, 37. Okay, so who went? Anton Harrison. We still have Will McDonald available to us. Yeah. 33. I, I, I don't think this could have worked out any better yeah. unless we just want to go Josh Downs instead. But I I think Will McDonald here is solid value. Yes, I would go with McDonald as well. Yeah. His comp, Julian Aquora explosive dude i love that as the pros all right we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take will mcdonald yes and we get to 37 now josh downs did go jalen hyatt went so wide receivers are coming off the board okay so juan is jones john, is available is john michael schmitz available the center from minnesota or is he got i will tell you well, I'll I'll filter by position. Okay. Interior offensive line. He's there. Oh, there, there. PFF now his ADP. Like they don't. Let's let's like let's see the uh, the scouting report. I mean, look at these player grades in college, man. He yeah. must not have like a skill set 
below average athlete for center by NFL standards will get exposed more at the second level, older prospect 24 as a rookie Minnesota scheme hid some of his deficiencies in pass protection. To I mean, honest, shades of Ben Jones. If we got Ben Jones at that spot, that would be a great pick. Yeah. He's excelling a, in an outside zone scheme, which makes sense for, for Seattle. And I, I've also heard that he killed the, the senior ball and he was one of the best players. So I think taking him fills a major need. Seahawks get their um, franchise center and we still have more picks to come. Okay. Now the question I have for you is do we risk – letting it go for three picks and take him at 40 instead of 37. Good take. Very good take. Um, can you um, um, uh, flip? Ah, okay, there, there, there it is. Okay. So we already got a got an edge, edge guy. Honestly, um, I don't hate taking multiple edge guys either. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think this is one of the very few teams in the league where you do that. Is there any interior defensive lineman left? Not in this range. Not in that range. No. So how about we take that um, Felix Anudiki Uzoma? Okay. And then try to get one of the centers at 40. That sounds like a plan. Let's go for it. And we have the interior O-line available to us nice. at 40. So if you want it now, Steve Avia, could he play center? I don't know enough about him to know if he can transition to center. I don't either. He played some center, but then moved to left guard last year for TCU. Yeah. Shades of Will Hernandez, small hands for a guard prospect. So he probably cannot. Let's make the pick of the guy that we know can play center then. Okay. So we're going to go with John Michael Schmitz. Yeah. I also think that 40 is a very good real-life range for, for the okay. guy. Fair enough. Yeah, PFF will grade us a solid D for this, but we, we are addressing a, a position of need. I like it. John Michael Schmitz, Minnesota. Come on down. All right, we're going to 73 now. Holy jeez, the Seahawks. I mean, we created a lot of these Seahawks picks with our draft, uh, but... They have a lot of picks. Uh, Nathaniel Dell is an option. I'm, I'm interested to see what the wide receiver available are. Michael Wilson as well, a little bit lower. What what do you see that catches your eye off at the top here? Nathaniel Dell, absolutely. Yeah. Because now we're getting into just tons of edge rushers, corners. These are not really anything we need. I think the Seahawks could really use a receiver here. Okay, let's take Daniel Dell. Now we go to 83. And Tanner McKee, who's always, I believe me, he's always here. Uh, <laughs> Garrett Williams, good value for corner, but I don't know. Your, I mean, I, I, we're at the point in the draft now, mid to late third round, where I'm not so much in like, we need to take the positions of need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of like taking players who fall to you. This could be a scenario, but we'll Jamie Robinson, safety. I like a cornerback, to be honest. Corner? Yeah. I like if that. we if we if we I go, mean 
they're very high on uh, Ruin and um, Kobe Bryant, but yep. I still think that you can never have too many corners. And that group is still very young. And if they go into Nicola Dime with more cornerbacks instead of safeties, they they could use another guy. Okay. We're good with Garrett Williams here? Yes, I'm fine. Okay. Garrett Williams. Now we're going down to 105, which will be in the fourth round right at the beginning. Uh, we got this pick from Arizona in our trade earlier. So yeah. edge rusher in Carl Brooks um, from Bowling Green. Interior defender, Moro Ajomo, Texas. Now, this is just a PFF really high on him. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do. We did not address interior defense, right? Yes. He's the bet. It would be a bit of a reach, but there's not much. Um, so I think we kind of got to make a decision at some point of whether we do want to address this position or just draft for value. At some point, we also might look at running back for more depth. Yep. Um, maybe not now, but maybe if some guy like Dwayne McBride or uh, Taji Spears is there at 123, I would not hate that. I, um, I don't think Tajay Spears will be there at 123. I'd be surprised, but maybe Deuce Vaughn will be there, Sean Tucker, either of these guys. Uh, Tajay Spears, like these are incredible college grades. Now it's college, granted, but yeah. Yeah. All right. We got to make a call. Okay. Uh, should we go with the uh, Texas guy, Interior? interior yeah. Moro Jomo. Okay. Come on down. 123. We have Dwayne McBride, a halfback available. We have another interior defender, Kobe Turner, Deuce Vaughn, Kansas State. Um, I think some people I've, I've seen on Twitter have been pretty high on Deuce Vaughn. I don't know much about him. Um, Me neither. More wide, more wide receiver options. So right now, when the depth shot is um, correct... Their um, second running back is DJ Dallas. Correct. And I'm not entirely sold on that. I think yeah. they could use another guy to take some snaps off of Kenneth Walker. PFF seems to be really high on Dwayne McBride, UAB. Holy jeez. Now, they won't have a, a comp for him yet. Oh, they do. Shades of Thomas Jones. Springy back. Okay, well, gets run down too easily in open field. 7.2 yards per carry for his career is nuts. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, I'm I'm happy to go with him. Okay, let's go, Dwayne McBride. Dwayne, Mc, Dwayne McBride. Okay, we'll go down to 151, and let's see who falls into our lap. Got some edge rushers, more edge rushers available. Ronnie Hickman, yeah. safety. Jalen Moreno Cropper, wide receiver. Uh, can you open Jaja Diaby? Is he that hybrid off-ball edge guy when I remember correctly? Uh seems like possibly. Um, I don't know if they're gonna have a they don't have a report for him, so he's too far down for now. Okay. Six three, maybe, two, six, maybe, three. Uh, 
Okay, maybe I'm wrong on that, but you can never have enough pass rushers, correct? I agree. And and believe me, this the Seahawks don't have enough. Period. Yeah. Yeah. You could also take that Fioko guy. Or... Yeah, Fehoko, Yasir Abdullah. It's, we basically have our pick of an edge rusher at this point. And I don't know enough yeah. about them. Yes. I'll probably would just go with the guy that has the lowest ADP. Yeah. Yasir Abdullah. We go down to 198, which I believe will be the end of round six. Yep. We had a, an interior defender fall into our laps here. Yeah. More running back options. Center, Juice Scruggs. We kind of addressed center. Uh, if there's one guy who can also play guard, we we might add some interior beef. Good point. Oh, we don't know. This is the challenge. He's played a lot of guard in his career, has Juice Scruggs. Uh, okay. I can take a look at Jake Andrews here as well, who has played two years of guard. Okay. Probably a decent bet. Yeah. All right. Jake Andrews. Bad pass great, but whatever. Well, we're, we're, <laughs> we're in the sixth it's round right. here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just hope you can develop him at that point. Yeah. And we go to 237 to round it out with our final pick. Quarterback should take, tackle. Should we take a fly on another uh, wide receiver? I think so. Justin Shorter is a great name. <laughs> I, I love it. Let's do it. Justin Shorter, yes. come on down. <laughs> You're playing in Seattle. And that's going to conclude the draft. So we're going to get ding big time on our center pick. But aside from that, I thought we did fairly well here. Yeah. I think every Seahawks fan would take this draft in real life. I, I agree. I mean, you, you, we got, I forgot we, we got Bryce. We had an A-plus trade. We got Bryce Young. We got Will McDonald. I mean, okay, yeah, John Michael Schmitz. Bad yeah. pick overall. But Wow, A-A-A-A-A. And we end with an A grade. Th this, is, this is as close, like, I agree with you. If you're a Seahawks fan and this happened this year, you're ecstatic. You pick yeah. up a couple solid pass rushers, quarterback of the future, address offensive line, bring in a couple wide receivers, like <laughs> address every position in need. You can't get much better than this, in my opinion. Yeah. So Agree. We, we killed this. Pretty good job. Now we're pretty high on ourselves. You can let us know down in the comments below. What do you think of the Seahawks draft? Also, do you think Bryce Young is going to be the guy? Now a lot of people are very hot and cold on whether they think Bryce Young can succeed in the NFL. Maybe he's too small. Maybe he isn't. Let us know in the comments below. And of course, if you did like the content, smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed here on Forward Progress. For myself, Rob Pizzola, for Fabian Somer, this has been On the Clock with the Seattle Seahawks.